Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.gh G-H. G-H. G-H, my new website. Now last time I got a G confused with a J and it really threw me. You did. Uh, G-H. That- this is a G. Oh, Ghana. Ghana, well done. Is, do you know that's Ghana, or is this another one of your under-researched? No, this is Ghana. The website's up and running. It's definitely uh, Ghana. Brilliant. I mean, what I know about Ghana, I could write on the, the back of a postage stamp. I know. I don't know a great deal about Ghana, uh, but I do know Michael Essien yes. uh, was a Ghanaian footballer. Yes, I, I think we'll find uh, most of our, our country-based knowledge is about footballers Football. who come from said country who come from that country but yeah no it's been it's been good good response and uh yeah happy to be there well they're big in uh, the chilies are very very big in ghana they are yeah always um, have been now sam i, do, I yes. do need to bring to your attention that you are sounding so thick and so lustrous of voice thank you what's changed uh well after the last podcast episode i invested in a new another microphone mm. uh i got rid of the 15 pound i wasn't happy with it no and invested in a blue yeti a uh, lovely bit of kit lovely bit yeah, of it's very kit. very nice because we remain in lockdown so we're recording this remotely again yeah yeah got uh, in fact i invested in a whole new setup new microphone new computer you uh you must have come into some money I came into approximately eleven hundred dollars. How? Which I won. Which I won playing online poker. Oh, very good. And so that was timely. Certainly timely because you had to jettison the. When you say you got rid of the fifteen pounder, have you actually got no, rid of it's it? No, it's in a drawer. All right, it's in a drawer, less than two foot from you. Yeah, I can just get like that. No, I'd rather you didn't. I did speak to you about not touching anything related to the desk. There she is. Lovely. Okay, so you're sounding crystal clear. I can see Thank you. you. I can see you. Yeah, I can see you. You're wearing your, your sunglasses inside for some reason. Why is, why is that? Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Um, I, yes, on Wednesday, I cleaned my, my spectacles with extremely hot water and uh, damaged the anti-glare so badly that I can no longer see through them. So I have to wear my sunglasses now, a cl- always. A classic, terrible okay. move. It was horrendous. So now I live in a constant state of darkness. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, I've got to say thank you very much to to people for emailing in. Mm. Uh, we've had some some really nice emails. Um, we have. Firstly, here is uh, an email from a gentleman by the name Scott Kempsey. Scott Kempsey. All right. Okay. Scott Kempsey. Um, mm. He's put. Uh, He's been meaning to message us, and to, he wants to thank us for getting him into the chilies. It's been a fantastic, no, that's nice. very nice, fantastic experience because he's never delved past their their main singles. Okay, um, a combination of the podcasts, Ben's rock and roll gigs, sound stories about the mystique of the band, discovering their music, and to top it all off, John rejoining the band. Exciting times. Yes, indeed, indeed. He says, "Thank God for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Thank God for the Universally Speaking podcast, and thank God for the Townsend Brothers." Kind words indeed. Can't ask for more than that. Thank you, Scott. You can't. That is genuinely touching. It's been right on time. SK. Ah, wow. So thank you, Scott. That was lovely. Thanks, Scott. 
Not enough. I did speak to. I do know Scott personally. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as, to, as do I. He comes to my gigs. Spoke to him uh, last night, and he he would like to become an ambassador. But I said to him, "You're going to have to email an official official request for that." So yes, he is. That may follow, may not, but um, I, obviously I didn't let him in under the radar. He has to go through the official channels. He does. And speaking of um, ambassadors, uh, Ben Decker, New Zealand ambassador, has finally received his badge. Great, that, that's great news. Which I posted about six weeks ago before this all, before the, the world went tits well, up. It's good to know that the international postal system is still is still operating. Yes, it is, Sam. Yes, it is. It's just such important, you know, important items as well. Yes, key key items key, that need to key, get to key. New Zealand. Yeah, well, Ben Decker has been waiting for that badge for a long time, and now he can, you know, he's got it, he can enjoy it, and he can get on with the rest of his life. He's been on tenterhooks. He has. Now, a lot of people say tenderhooks. Yeah, don't do that. That's wrong. It's tenterhooks. I don't, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. Now, Sam, last episode, you said an especially long word. Can you remind us all of what that word was? Oh, did I? Did I say flocky knocky nihilipilification? Yes, you did. And uh, a UK ambassador, or um, to put it more specifically, an ambassador that lives with me, has emailed in. Oh, yes. By the name of Vanessa. The yeah. venerable V, she signed her email. Lovely. Um, Sam. Mm-hmm. Flocky knocky, etc., is a long word, which means the act of regarding something as unimportant, and it's twenty nine right. letters long. Very long. So I took it as a challenge. Please call it Challenge Corner. I raise you by five letters to thirty four letters, of which the first nine are RHCP related, and she's gone with supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes. Now, now, can you tell me why the first nine letters are Chili's related? Super Cali. Super Cali. She's uh, kept it on point there. Super Cali, as in the album. As in the album, Cali, or any number of songs. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> any indeed. number of verses. So well done there, wife. Well done, although it's not, that's not... I, it's not technically it's not a real word. word. No, but it does have the, the Super Cali bit in it, so it, I'm going with V. I'm saying her word's better than yours, because... Because I have okay. to live with her during lockdown, so I do no, have to prob- side with her. Probably wise. Yes, I think so. And um, got an email from uh, Ambassador, Republic of Ireland Ambassador. I mean, I, again, Nigel. from Nigel. Um, yeah, I, I think it's the Republic of Ireland. I, I do get, previously I got confused about this. Mm. Well, is, that's just uh, probably best to at, gloss over it. Well, gloss over it. Um, a fantastic ambassador just wrote to to check in and to say hello see how things are going and um, yes. gave us a fantastic bit of news nigel has had a two-year-old no he's not two years old <laughs> <laughs> nigel has had a son who is now two weeks old yes and imagine that imagine giving birth to a two-year-old <laughs> yes that would uh <laughs> that would uh stretch the old uh bits Painful. yes yeah. indeed um, so, huge congratulations to... Congratulations, um, Nigel. Yeah, I, I mean, that is fantastic. Um, I hope he doesn't mind us sharing this. Um, lovely, he said, maybe in the distant future, we can, you can sit down with us on over a few beers, listen back to the shows and talk about the chilies and the topics that we talk about. Um, yes. That, absolutely lovely. Um, Great news. 
And also he said, you know, what if the Chili's play at Slane again one day in the future? I've committed to being there. Yes, and I, as your co-host and brother, have committed to going with you. You have committed, and we will meet up with Nigel. We will meet up with any fans of the show. Um, Well, that's one of the things I am looking forward to doing once this is all over, is going to to a Chili's gig. And meeting up with, you know, with some of our listeners. That would be wonderful. Do you just want the adulation? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That would be I probably lovely. won't even stay for the show. No, and we, we will have to talk in this slightly heightened way that we adopt for the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. And every, every time we meet someone, we'll have to, uh, have to say, hello and welcome to... Hello and welcome Slane to Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> live at Hyde Park. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net. <laughs> I'm joined as always by as always and then I'll, I'll um, sort of step out from behind you <laughs> but huge congrats thank you to everyone for emailing in um, but yes huge, thank you your continued correspondence is always appreciated huge congratulations to Nigel during this yeah. genuinely difficult pretty, time pretty shitty time that was that was news that brought a smile to my face it did I, well I I take your word for it yes well, you saw the email, presumably. I saw the email, but I didn't see it bring a smile to your face. No, but it did. I literally smart, was typing that email out, and I smiled. Yeah, just good. So no, it's, 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 it's lovely, lovely news. Yeah, I didn't want to be, you know, just typing stuff that wasn't true, so I did smile. Mm, excellent. Now, we got quite a lot of feedback from people saying they enjoyed the um, ranking of songs on the album in the style of Red Hot Chili Potatoes. Yes. Last week we did Cali. Controversially, it wasn't controversial. We just did it. Well, we did it. Um, I, I, I now disagree with some of my rank. <laughs> <laughs> I now disagree with some of my own rankings, but it's, it, I can't change it now. What's done is done. You're exactly right there, Sam. And this will go on the spreadsheet. This will go yes. on the, the, the files. Oh, yeah. It will be committed to the... To the history books, so to speak. Exactly. I've, I've, I've committed it to, to the spreadsheet and I've made it read only. Fine. Very wise. Shall not be edited any further. No, no, it's not to be edited. Once you make these decisions, you have to live with them. Exactly. Now, I haven't actually done that. If anybody listening wants to keep a record of this, please feel free. Uh, absolutely. If you've got absolutely nothing better to do, and actually, at the moment... You may have absolutely well, nothing might, better to do. There might, there might be some, some, some uptake on this. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do one hot minute this week. We are. So, 1995 album by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, and what an album. Now, good album. This was our, we're allowed to do one hot minute because we have talked about it on the show. It takes us back to the first two episodes we ever did. Two scared little boys talking about one hot minute. Yeah, that's right. In a little room, a little dark room. We don't, don't don't do it from there anymore. Even when we're not stuck in our houses, even when not in lockdown. No, we we moved, no. didn't we? We've moved on. Right, moved locations. So, let's get the uh, the old track listing out. Let's get the details ready. Okay, feel free to play along, listeners. The categories that you can place these songs in, as per Red Hot Chili Potatoes rules, are best, great, good, meh. Or shit. Mm. Now, Sam, are you ready? I think so. Okay. Where would you place Warped? Track number one, Warped. Mm. While you're thinking about it... You, you go straight in, because I think you know. 
I do know. Where you're going to put it? I do know. Okay, go on. I'm going to put it in best. Straight into best. What a absolutely belting song Warped is. It, It is a good song. I'm going to put it in good. That's very low. That's middle of the road. Is it? What's below best? Great. Oh, no, I'll put it in great. Okay. Cool, that wasn't close, wasn't it? Yeah, you can change milliseconds after. You, oh, yeah, innocent mistakes. Where would you put aeroplane? I'm going to put aeroplane in best, I think. In best? Mm. Wowzers. I like aeroplane. No, you, no, you love aeroplane if you put it in best. Mm, I do love it. Despite, now that I've been forced to say that. Yeah, despite what, <laughs> despite what you just said. No, yeah, I, I think it's, a, it's one of my favourites on the album, so. You like wine. Um, mm. I'm going to put Aeroplane in great. Okay, I think that's... That's really That sort of vindicates my, my judgment call. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you feel vindicated. Don't, I don't feel the pressure to be vindicated by, by my Other decisions. Yeah. No, no, well, I didn't. I made my decision before you made yours, so. But then, only after what I said, <laughs> I felt vindicated. <laughs> Well, I, you know, one can't help but feel vindication sometimes. Okay. A newly vindicated Sam considers Deep Kick. <laughs> yes. Deep Kick I'm going to put in... I've put it in position. I've put it. I've ranked it. I've written it down. Yeah, I'm going to put it in... I might even put it in meh. Meh? <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. Are you taking into account that our, um, our RHCP, uh, what's this show called? Our universally speaking branded T-shirts have a quote from Deep Kick on the back. All right, I'll, I'll, based on that, I'll put it into good. You don't have to. You don't have to. You can leave it in there. No, now you've reminded me of the quote. Right. I'll put it in good. Vindication comes. Yeah. Deep Kick in good. I've put Deep Kick in great. Yeah. Love yeah, fair enough. Very I feel vindicated. Where would you put my friends? Best. Best? Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. It's one of my favourite. It, it's it's up there as as with my favourite chilli songs off any album. Okay. I, I don't think I can put it that high. All right. I think I'm going to have to go put it in meh. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I'm not. I'm putting it in great. Okay, that's oh, sorry. <laughs> now, Sam, where would you put Coffee Shop? Coffee Shop. I, I, again, it's a song that I like. I'm going to put it in great. What? Good. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's in great now for you. Okay. I'm putting Coffee Shop. I'm torn between good and meh. Wow. Um, I'd go good, surely. Coffee Shop. Yeah, coffee shops, great song. No, yes, no, no, that's you're correct. It's going in good. I'll put it in a great radio. Me thinking about where to put coffee shop. I'm going to put it in. I need to talk into the microphone more. Hang We're on. not on the radio. I'm going to put it on. Um... Ooh, Hurry up! Yeah, okay. You, uh... I'll put it in meh. Oh wow. That is low. Okay. P. Ah, uh, P. Now, actually, coffee shop is better than P, and I'm going to have to put P in there. So I'm going to have to bump, uh, 
bump coffee I'm, shop up. I'm going to put P in good. Right. I like P. I'm putting um, I'm putting P in meh, and you're putting it in good. There we go. Yeah, I think it's a good song. What do you like about it? I just like to. I like. It's an unusual song, isn't it? Yes. It's a, it, it, I like what it stands for, hmm. and I like to hear Flea singing his, with his little voice. Fun fact, it's the only one-hot-minute song that carried over into the Frusciante rejoining era. Mm, yeah, exactly. Rejoining one. Well, there you go. That's, that's vindication, I think, for me there. It, well, again, you're fully vindicated. Now, what do you make of One Big Mob? Yeah, I like One Big Mob. I think I'm going to put it in great... Great. Now, I have a real problem with One Big Mob. This is where the album starts to do this a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously I know what the problems are, but I'm not going to let that sort of cloud my decision-making. I think you have to, and I'm going to put it in good. Whereas if it didn't have that ultra-long middle section, it would would be higher. That's fine. And that ending. Yeah, yeah. the the problems are are there for all to be seen, but... Keep, to- keep talking when I have a I'm going to overlook them while we do this because I think a lot of these songs have got drawbacks that if you, if you take it all into account, you'll end up with a, a, more, a more correct... Okay, you can stop situation. talking now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you put Walkabout? Now, now I think I like Walkabout, mm. but I think I'm just going to have to put it in good. Okay, you're putting it in good. But I don't want people to think that I don't like it, when, when that's why I put it in good. Okay, I'll put it in good. Yeah, it's a good song. But it's not great. No, that's why you put it in good. Yeah. What, what about TJ, Tearjerker? Tearjerker I really, really like. Uh, I'm going to put that in best. Really? Yeah. Okay. You've got three in best at the moment. Have I? What are they again? Tearjerker. My Friends and Aeroplane. Oh, yeah, fine. I'm putting Tearjerker in great. Yeah, that's vindication, I think. We've got nothing in shit yet, and only one song in meh. Mm. Right, what about One Hot Minute? Oh, yes. Another good song. Uh, Good. good. Yeah, it's going in good for both of us, because, again, it's another song that suffers from going on for too long. It's a good song, though. Yeah, it's a good song. Could have been better. Yeah, next. Falling into Grace. Uh, now, I mean, Falling into Grace is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the weakest songs on the album. It is. But I do like it. But I, I think if anything's going to go in mech, it's probably this. Yeah, okay. Are you putting... I'm going put to put it in mech with a caveat that I do like it. Okay, can I just give a, uh, another caveat that you, uh, you must stop saying mech? No, that's how I say it. Is it? Yeah, well, it is when I'm on air. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> when we speak later about this, you'll, you'll, oh, yeah. you'll put it in meh. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm putting it in meh too. Uh, Shall I Be mm. Thy Game, penultimate song. Meh. Meh. Now, we did like this more than we thought. Yeah, yeah. Is it, to be honest, it's not a song that I listen to very frequently. I'm putting it in good. Okay. And finally, Transcending. Transcending. Well, I mean, Transcending's got its problems. Yes, it has. Half of it's rubbish. 
But well, half of it's not as bad as as you might it's remember. N- it's not rubbish. You're right. It's just two songs in one, isn't it? And half yeah, and one, one of the one of the halves is a work of genius, and the other one is a screamy thingy. I'm still going to put it in good. Okay, okay. Where do you think I'm putting it? Good. No, I've put it in great. Yeah, well, you, because you're not taking into account your your true feelings for the second half. I am. Are you? Yes. So it would have been in best. It would have been in best. So let's run through uh, what we've just talked about. Well, I think I might have made a mistake there, but I'll stick with it. What, with Transcending? Yeah. This is your only chance to bump it up before it turns into a read-only file. I'll bump it up. Bump it up. Okay. Now, I think I don't think you'll take it. Because I like it more than you, so... You don't. <laughs> I do. No, apparently we like it equally. Well, we do now. Okay, we so put it in best. I have gone. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone in the best category. Just one for me. Warped. Yes. In the great category, I've got aeroplane, deep kick, my friends, tearjerker, and transcending. Great. In the good category, I've got shallow be thy game, coffee shop, one big mob, walkabout, and one hot minute. Yes. In the meh category, I've got P and falling into grace, and I've got nothing in the shit category. Samuel, Samuel mm. DT, you have mm-hmm. got in the best category, Aeroplane, My Friends, and Tearjerker. Lovely. In the great category, Warped, Coffee Shop, One Big Mob, and Transcending. Great. No, good. Uh, great, yes. Uh, yeah, in, great. In the good category, Deep Kick, P, Walkabout, and One Hot Minute. Good. In the meh category, Falling into Grace and Shallow Be Thy Game. Mech. Right, yo. Okay, well, that was a certain amount of fun. I think it was. Okay, so shall we take a break and finally get to what we're actually meant to be talking about, which is the first Stadium six Arcadium. songs. The first six songs of Stadium Arcadium. Yes, let's um, let's do that. It's, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to listening to the tracks. Looking forward to discussing them. Looking forward to going back to 2006. And uh, think about how things used to be. All right, well, let's talk about that after this short break. Okay, so um, we put a question out on Twitter and Reddit about um, people's thoughts on Stadium Arcadian generally. But especially about the first... Um, we've just been on a break. Could you have opened that beer during the break? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but especially about the first six songs. And we got a, a lovely response. Uh, some really, really considered answers. and um, Very considered. Probably more considered than the content you're going to receive from us. Certainly. Some of it was of much higher quality than what you're going to hear over the next hour or so. Um, yeah. uh, some just fantastic stuff from Twitter... Um, Double O Nothing came back with an amazing response. Steve Long, Pete Moore, Rob Handler. Um, Rob Handler said um, she's only 18 was a holop moment. What does that mean? I looked it up and it is a holop moment, but because I'm 42, I can't remember what it, what it does mean. Oh, okay. Uh, it might be hold up. Well, I have no idea. Okay, maybe if Rob Handler can write in, tweet in again to remind us. Um, okay. Brendan Stevens, Kevin Buckley. Menno, RHCP Sessions, Lincoln Clemmy, Kemi, I can never say your name, I'm sorry, sir. April Fool, our friend Potatoes, um, Robbo, Ferg Breen, lovely stuff. And um, 
Uh, we, I mentioned that at the end of this breakdown of Stadium Arcadium, when we do it, it's going to be about four episodes. We are going to condense it down. Well, exactly in, four. Into one album. Oh, we are, yeah. And um, Red Hot Chili Potatoes has condensed it down to a 16-track listing. Already? Already. Well, he did it um, during the discussion. To, yeah, we're, we're, we're condensing it down to 14, aren't we? Wait, no, we can condense it down to 14 or 16. Yeah, or, or 15. Or anything in between, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, we'll say well, that. we stick with potatoes. We'll do 16, shall we? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've got 16 that I'll stick in there, but... No. But, uh, and on, and on well, Reddit... Six, six, 16's not really one... Not really a single album, is it? It's very, very long for a single album. It's, it's a bit long. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 16's fine. Um, yeah, and, on, fine. and on Reddit, some great responses as well. Crack Snacker, RHCP Tom, RHCP1616... Arian Kenwood, online songs. Um, RHCP yes. Tom gave such a, 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 a full answer. It was a, a lovely piece of work. So thank you, everyone. It was a joy to behold. Yeah, thank you, everyone who wrote in and or wrote, yeah. wrote in, wrote into us on Reddit and Twitter. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Sound like a, a very old man who doesn't understand how this technology works. What's it all about? No, it was great. It was uh, you know when we post these things, we don't always expect to hear back from anyone. So. It's nice when people get in touch and uh, continues to bring us joy. Now, Sam, talking about joy bringing, mm. tell me what you were doing and where you were on May the 9th, 2006, when Stadium Arcadium was released. Ooh, well, I was in Japan with my, lovely, with my good lady wife, who wasn't my wife at that time. What was she? She was my girlfriend. Okay. And we were in Japan visiting our brother. Okay. And Must not reveal his name on air. No, indeed. Nate, who, the brother who shall remain nameless. Love him as we, we do. We were actually, we we'd actually finished visiting him. We were in Tokyo. And we ventured into the city, which is no mean feat. Uh, can, can I just stop you? <laughs> just in yeah. case brother who shall remain nameless listens to this and thinks we're being weird, we know he's a very, very private person, which is why we're not saying his name. Indeed. Okay, so you ventured and into the city. Ventured into the city, managed to buy it, which was which was good, and then went back to our hostel and bought as many beers as we could afford, which wasn't many, mm. and l- listened to it from start to finish on a on a te- on a television combo, TV DVD combo. Best way to listen uh, for the first time ever, and. Initial thoughts after listening to it for the first time. What did you think? Well, I was. I think even then I recognised that there was. A, 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 it was hit and miss, should we say? Yeah. But I don't think it was necessarily so much the quality was hit and miss. Just that there was there was a lot to take in there, and there was a lot of different set sounds and styles. To you know. To, to really judge it on one listen is impossible. It is, it is very, very difficult, if not impossible. But I, I think, but I will say the quality is hit and miss. It is. And obviously over the years, and having listened to it many, many times, that's, that's undeniable. Now, I'm just going to sure. stand up and get my copy of Stadium so I can get the full track listing. Have you got it on DVD? Uh, sorry, CD? I can't hear you. I've taken my headphones out. Okay. Right. Have you got it on CD? Uh, oh no, you've got a book. I've got a tab book. You've got the book version. Yeah. 
<laughs> I read. <laughs> I don't listen to it. I just, I just, I just read the guitar tablature book. Yeah, it gives me everything I need. I just. Absolutely. Okay, so during this time, we were playing in the lukewarm chili peppers. Um, me, yeah, well, no, I got, yeah. Me and my brother Sam, and um, Sam's best best mate of the time, and, and and my best mate, and it was great fun. And we played a lot of songs off Stadium Arcadium, didn't we? We did, yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, it was obviously the most recent work that it was very popular. So we played Danny. Yeah, played Danny. We played Charlie. We did. Hump the Bump. Hump the Bump, she's, yeah. She's only 18. Yes. Strip my mind. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I, I, don't, I might have said this before, I consider those two to be sort of companion pieces. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I know, it's strange, but I, I have that kind of feeling. Especially, Maybe it's just because Especially in Michigan we played. Yeah, we never played it live, but we did play it in practice. We played uh, Wet Sand. Yeah, we did. We played Hay. No, we didn't. Right. No, we played it in practice, but not yeah. never live. Um, we played Tell Me Baby. Yeah, only twice. We played Ready Made. We did, yeah. Did we ever... We, we, played, play, we played Storm in a Teacup. No, we didn't. We did. I know you vigorously deny that, but we played that live at the Thomas Tripp in Christchurch, the second time we played at the Thomas Tripp. Did we? Yes, we did. Yeah. And that, that was it. But that's a, that's a decent wedge of... That's a lot. That's a, a good representation. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was originally meant to be a trilogy, released six months apart, yes. but it was condensed down into a doubler. Seven, yeah. gra- seven Grammy Award nominations, and it won five of them. That's good going. Um, a much better relationship between the band. Uh, obviously, during the By The Way era, there was a bit of friction well, between John a- and Flea. Yeah, and luckily that had uh, dissipated. Um, generally well received at the time. I, I don't. We got a lot of mixed responses on on Twitter and and Reddit, but I think generally it's, it's, the, the it's general, too long. The, yeah, the general consensus is that it's too long and it's got too much filler. A lot of songs that just wouldn't make the cut on a single album. So. Primarily, not not least because yeah, there's by, t- by definition. twice as many. There's too, there's too many songs. But yeah. But, but yeah, there's just there's just such songs on there that you know are mech. Well, quite. Now, shall we move on to talking about the tunes? Yeah. Okay, Danny California people, here we go. Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie In Alabama she was swing a hammer Price you gotta pay when you break the panorama She never knew that there was anything more than Coming out of Danny, California Remotely in lockdown But what a tune What a Do you song. like it? I love Danny, California I think it's a great song So... It, the songwriting in it is fantastic, I think, and it's so well constructed and well mm. mixed. Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's a great opener. There's, I can't really pick too many faults with it. I think it's it's a display of everyone really 
on top t- top form. It's it's John's fingerprints are all over this, and there is a video on YouTube where he talks through the process of writing the song and building the song and what he did to achieve the way it sounds. Because there's a lot of guitar yeah. orchestrations, load of har- loads of harmonies. Loads, loads of lo- harmonies. Lots of different things on there. Lovely sound. It's just a great sound. Chad's drums sound massive on that. They are meaty. On that intro. Lovely, big, big kick sound. Yeah, yeah. And then in comes John with that absolutely beautiful 57 strat on the on the neck pickup just through a marshall nothing on it yeah it's, it's the most rock and roll sound it's, it is it's it's lovely and the, the the fleas work throughout is is fantastic yeah actually this is one of the songs where i don't pick up on fleas work so much because there's so much guitar and processed guitar throughout yeah, the song yeah. it's, it is it's a heavily processed and layered song uh, and, and like, as you say, a lot of it is 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 John, but there's no doubt that Flea's bassline is is brilliant. It's quite complicated as well, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I might have to go back and have another listen to it. Um, the Swan, I think, is is on is on point with his lyrics, his delivery. He sounds super. He he sounds absolutely great. And and John's backing vocals, which we'll get as we kind of talk through the song. Yeah, it's a new it's a new level of backing singing. For, yes. for John and, and the backing singing work on by the way was incredible was was very very good but this this as you say it's a, it's an entirely different proposition this album to by the way yeah yes absolutely so in so many ways but particularly in with with, with John with everything that John does on this album really is just not necessarily taken to another level but it just seems to be delivered in a either in a slightly new way or he, you know, he's just there's so he does so much on this album, and, and there's so many so many layers of his work, more so than ever. I think. Yeah, it's it's the most layered album for for John, and I mean, this is just this is a very John album. It's John to the max. It really is. It's J. It was it to was the a, it, it, well, it was a particularly good time to be a, a, an absolutely crazy John fan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was fantastic era. Yeah. Now we're going into that fantastic guitar sound at the beginning panned hard over as as a lot of the stuff is on this album and a lot of the stuff that we've talked about panning and mixing by using that space in your head yeah to, to pick up on different things when it goes into that in the second half of each verse it goes into that 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 kind of more fiddly bit you'll hear that is the original signal on the left and then it's treated through a modular synthesizer and that's on the right-hand side. So you've got both signals. Yeah. Um, now, I can read you something here, Sam, which I think you'll find very interesting. Oh, yeah, please um, do. The tape is run into a modular... <laughs> yes. The tape is run into a modular synthesizer which triggers envelope generator, an envelope generator which dynamically controls the low-pass filter, which gives a more complex filter effect than simple wah-wah sound. Sure. Yeah. That no, is interesting. <laughs> And then you've got. Do you say you say envelope or envelope? Envelope. Mm. Can I buy an envelope, please? Can I buy an envelope? No, envelope. 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 Yeah. Mm, interesting. What do you say then? Envelope. Well, no, I don't know. Okay. Well, you know. Imagine you go to. The, I'm the man behind the counter at the post office, and you, okay. you're going to say, "I want to post this blank." Let's see what say. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? 
Hello, I've got this letter I'd like to post. Uh, have you got an envelope I could purchase? No. Thank you for your help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so building up to the chorus, because I love that D minor chord that goes into the chorus. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear there's a Mellotron in there as well. And we've, we've yes. talked about Mellotrons right. before. Yeah. Um, Mellotron being a, a keyboard-based instrument that instead mm. of, like, with a piano, you have a hammer that strikes a string in the body of the piano to produce the note. A Mellotron, you're, what you're triggering when you press the keys on a Mellotron is pre-recorded analog tape, mm. which runs over a head. And you, so you get, you're essentially playing a tape when you're, engage, when you're playing the keys. So mm. it's a, it sounds a bit like Strawberry Fields Forever, I think it was on a Mellotron. But it, yes. it builds up so brilliantly into that chorus, and the volume swells up. And then he the just... Cor- Oh, yeah, the chorus. I mean, moving in, moving into the chorus. I think it's. I think it is a strong chorus. It's. 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 it's as the as the kids would say, it's a, it's a banger. Really, it is a banger. I think. I think the whole song is a banger, but the chorus is is really strong. Mm. It leads beautifully for you know in from the from the verses. I, I can't really pick fault with it, but it is. It's. And it was always a joy to, to perform this song. Yeah, well, it's a sausage of a chorus. A sausage? <laughs> a banger. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, you lost me there. Well, yes. jo- John, during this sausage of a chorus, jumps on the turbo, the Boss Turbo Distortion. Yeah. And that's, double, that's doubled left and right in, in, in the ears. Um, yeah, that, that puts you into overdrive. But where, where do you rate this as an opener, then? High. Higher than... Around the world? Yes. Higher than power of equality? Yes. Higher than... Um, Other openers, yes. The opener for, off One Hot Minute that we spoke about earlier. Warped. Yeah, higher than warped. Um, that's tricky. Yes. No, it's not. Uh, right, okay. Okay, just going on through this song, though. Um, there's, a, in that in, there's an interlude between chorus one and verse two where you've yes. got those, be- those kind of unison bends. Mm. Uh, and they sound great in their process. I mean, everything, there's so much processing going on. He's, he's running that through a, a Mooga Fooga Murph. Mm, I get, thought he was. <laughs> did you think when you listened to that? Is that a Mooga, Fooga, th- is that a Mooga Fooga Murph? I thought he was a tennis player. <laughs> what? Mooga Fooga? <laughs> Mooga <Ruther. laughs> But she is a tennis player. Maybe it's a Mooga, a Mooga Ruther Murph. Yeah. A multi-resonance fin- filter array. And he had loads of those on his pedal board as well during that era. Yeah, I mean, he this, but by this point, John was just he absolutely was, surrounded and engulfed in techno- technology. But old-fashioned technology as well. Yeah, well, that's the great thing about him. You know, he's got all the mod cons, but he also absolutely loves, uh, you know, old, old analog old stuff. Yeah, he yeah, really he does. does. He does. It, right. Interestingly, and a lot of this information is on the video. Here's something I'd never noticed listening to this um it's the fact that he um during the bridge he runs everything through a uh, a low frequency oscillator controlling a high pass filter <laughs> <laughs> jeez man but what that, do- what that does is he says on this video about about arranging the song mm. he runs the drums through it and the drums drop out so much during mm. the bridge they just go over to one ear and it's only in the second half of the bridge that he brings it back in and then it all builds up to the, um, you know, the say, say, say. And during the bridge, John's backing vocals are there. It's, 
Honestly, I, yeah. I, 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 I have difficulty finding fault with this song. I it's fascinating. love it. Yeah, it's great. And that, I love that bridge. I absolutely love it. It's great. It's a difficult one to do live. Yeah, we used to, I, used to, I used to do all the vocals, didn't I, including those. You, you did actually, when you were doing it, you did it very well. The Swan doesn't cope with it so well live. No, it's a big switch, and then obviously you go straight back in. I used to enjoy doing it because I used to like being able to sort of showcase that, you know, the falsetto aspect of my vocal range. Mm, and, and what, then what get, a and, range. What a range. And then switching straight back into the, you know, the verses. I'll give you that. You were able to Always switch from falsetto it. to, to your, your natural sweet baritone very easily. That's right. Um, the third verse, you know, that funky bit, bum, bum, bedle, bum, bum, bedle, bum, bum. Yes. That wasn't originally going to be on the third verse, but when, when John listened to it back, he thought it needs to be there. So, mm. so that's an overdub. If you listen to the first two verses, the rhythm guitar there on the left ear drops out. And then he plays, yeah. plays the funky bit. But on the third verse, he overdubbed the funky bit so the rhythm guitar is still there, which yeah, I think really, right. really helps because it's, it's building it up. You've got two guitars it's- there. Yeah, it's one of those occasions where it just that that addition just sort of to the people. If you didn't know that, you would just go, "Oh, yeah, it's the natural process for the song, and it just fits in perfectly." Yeah, yeah. At that point as well, into I love leading into the final chorus. You get all those big harmonised guitars. Sounds like Queen. Yeah, and um, it doesn't just hold on a D minor. It then goes into. Uh, an E an E based chord yeah and then into another chord and it's just a build and a build and a build into that, into a massive last chorus yeah well and, and then into the solo yeah and what what do you make of the solo tell me what you think because I I remember what people were saying about it at the time well I, I love it and um, the outro solo for Dark Necessities always rem- reminded me of this this outro solo that's interesting but only in as much as they're both good outro solos, and I, I appreciate them both. But I love this one. Yeah, I, I used great. to, you know, I used to. I, I love listening to it. I used to love playing it with you and watching you you play it. I think it's great, and it, it really sets the tone for the album, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of what you know, how John is gonna gonna perform, how he's gonna approach his his work. And it, it sort of spilled over into their live performances during this era as well. He was just such a, you know, his solos were just crazy big, weren't they? Yeah, 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 they were. Um, so, yeah, no, I love it. I, I like this solo as well. I remember at the time, I, was, I specifically remember one comment that was on presumably YouTube, um, early YouTube, saying he should be shredding more than this. And mm. kind of saying that it's not a quick enough or fast enough solo. But it's just, I used to like playing it live because it's easy to play. Yeah. But it sounds good. To, to, some, to a non-guitarist, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it sounds impressive. It appears more complicated than it perhaps is. Yeah. And let's not forget the Swans, yeah, yeah, going into the solo. No, no. That's, I, that's really good as well. Kudos to the Swan where it's deserved. Yeah, I think, and to, to be honest, I think, you know, as we said, they, they all, they're all performing well here and, and they all do, like Chad is just beating the shit out of those drums all the way through. Yeah. It's brilliant. And you talked about Flea, Flea's bass line. During the, guitar, the outro solo, there's times when he's doubling what John's playing. Yeah. Uh, on quite quick bits. 
so it's it's good work from um from the flu great work from the flu i think oh yeah it's it's a great song it's a great opener it really you know if this was a single album then this would this would show it would be a sign of intent and i think it still is but unfortunately some of the content that follows is not quite up to this level but you know this is this is a great song and that we are we are lucky to be discussing some pretty tasty numbers in this particular well half um, dozen what we're discussing in this first episode this first stadium arcadium episode is the best bit of stadium arcadium I is, think. is some of the best some yeah, of the best some of, of the best work now there was yeah. the controversy at the time um because uh, people were saying it sounded like mary jane's last dance by tom petty mm. a song and a song which i love and i used to play in a different band um i i love mary jane's last dance and it is similar chord wise um mm. mary jane's is that turnaround that verse turnaround in mary jane is a minor g d a minor and in um in danny it's a minor g a minor i've missed out something there d minor forget it <laughs> <laughs> it's, anyway, it's slightly different draw the conclusion the conclusion was drawn um that tom petty didn't really care and he said yeah yeah whatever yeah and but guess who produced mary jane's last dance um he's a man uh, not that fr- not that frenchman <laughs> which frenchman <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is it who would you say if tom petty was to record um if tom petty's band were, were some chess pieces who would oh, be what, what was it ricky it was ricky rubin Oh, well, there you go, you see. Manipulating that particular Tom Petty chessboard. Yes. I was going to say Ruben, but then I remembered that Frenchman from uh, from the other day, but he was a video uh, director, so... Oh, Stefan, Stefan say, say do know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no. He, it wasn't him. It definitely wasn't him. No. But anyway, uh, Danny California, genuinely a great... I, I really... I loved playing it live. Yeah. Uh, it just... You step into that, that groove on on that opening um, chord turnaround and he just set into it. A great show. Yeah, it, it's, it, it is fantastic. And I, and I will just give a shout out to the Swan because I think he is on form here. His, the lyrics are good. The delivery is good. Everything about it is good. Well, he's telling the story of Danny who is, yes. appa- is apparently the teenage bride with the baby inside in the song Californication. Yeah. Is Danny and the girl in By The Way? Yes. Yeah, she's one and the same. Yeah, so this apparently is talking about um, her birth in Mississippi to a death in the Badlands by North Dakota while en route to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her papa was a copper. Yes, and her, her mama, mama was, was a hippie. hippie. <laughs> so, there we go. At least we know what they did for a living now. Papa was a copper and her mama was a hippie. <laughs> what did she swing in Alabama? Um, a hammer. Yes, you're quite right. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? Do you think this swan just needed something to run with Alabama? Yeah. Alabama, um, whammer, Ooh. slammer, hammer. hammer. Yes, you're swinging a hammer. Hammer's a word. We'll go with that. <laughs> Hammer's a word, and so's Alabama. <laughs> 
Oh, that's it. We're done. He took it to the yeah. land and said, "My work for the day is done. I've ran. My work is done. I've, I've run Alabama with hammer." <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, great stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Thoroughly enjoyable. Great Let's, song. Great opener. Let's move on to another absolutely brilliant song. Um, we're going to listen to Snow. Snow, what a tune. Snow, what a tune. What a tune. Now, you'll be pleased to know that I don't have so much technical spec on every song as I had for Danny. Thank you. Thank God for that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. What, what a riff on Snow. I think that's the first thing we've got to talk about. Well, I think I think that's the natural place to start, isn't it? It is not only is it the beginning of the song, yes. it is... Uh, an incredible piece of guitar wizardry it is and what's really impressive about it because it is hard to play it's very hard to play is how long he keeps it going for as if it's very hard for me it would be almost impossible for you i don't know i think impossible (laughs) i think we can we can probably go to full-on impossible what did i say almost impossible almost impossible yes (laughs) at this stage in your guitar playing career it would be impossible for you to play the snow riff it would it would i mean what you need, what really helps with, with playing that riff... Is a guitar. Yes, first of all. <laughs> which, which I haven't got. No. But big hands. Yes. John's got big, big, big Has hands he? and long fingers. He, he's, not, okay, he's not a tall man. No, he's just got big hands. Right, okay. It, it's, no, it's, no, it's not necessarily a correlation between the height of your body and the size of your fingers. No, but obviously, you know, normally the bigger you are, the bigger you your hands are you're quite right because the bfg is massive yes. and he's got gi- yeah. ginormous hands he's got giant hands yeah in fact he'd find any standard guitar too small <laughs> he would <laughs> if not playing a miniature ukulele even smaller it would be like a guitar that came out of a christmas cracker yeah, yeah um, it would. to talk about how just how difficult that riff is um there's a great video on youtube by paul davids who's got a really good youtube channel um, if you search Epic Riffs, John Frusciante, Paul Davids, it comes up with a breakdown of the riff, why it's so hard. Um, one of the signature bits of that riff is not only is it fast and difficult to play, it's got yes. those nice hammer-ons as well. Yes. There's yeah. that hammer-on pull-off. It's technically difficult. Yeah. It's technically difficult, there's no doubt. Technically difficult and fast, which is, as a combination, makes it very difficult to play. It's, it's really quick. And on, the, on the video, Paul Davids talks about how many notes are played per minute, and I think it's something like 174 notes. or Somewhere in the region of 174. It's between 174 and 176. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The, the, the thing about it is when, you, when it first starts, you think, well, you know, what, and I've, I've heard interviews with the band about this, what we, what's everyone else going to do? 
how's it going to how's it going to pan out? How are all four of them going to come together in a, a coherent song? We, and they and they do achieve that very well. But when you first hear that guitar come in, it almost seems too full and too busy to leave room for three other players. Yeah, that's a good point, and that's actually not something I've thought about before. And when it does come in, it's the old panning it hard left or hard right again. It's panned yeah. hard right, which it's actually gives it's panned full full right. I'd yeah, say, and it gives what? Yeah, hard. Yeah, it hard gives, and full. The fact it's panned so hard and so full to the right yeah. gives actually opens up the rest of the track to let yes. when the band do come in, they've got space. For Chad whatever. drops in with a lovely little. Sort of, is, I think it's just a two drum roll, isn't it? Yeah. That he comes in with. Ba-dun-dun. Yeah, and then into into his beat. Yeah, into playing the drums. It comes in. He comes in wonderfully well. The swan just sits right on top, it just delivering it again. Great delivery, great vocals. I mean, they are they're quite samey, and some of the rhymes are a bit, you know, no, they're not as dubious as Hammer Alabama, but. It is, again, good work from this one, I think. What about um, Godzilla Cuntilla? Yeah, well, that, that's that's a, a real word rhymed with a made-up word. <laughs> so, so, Classic swan gibberish. Yeah, but no, I think, again, it's, it's we've said it before, this is the cream of this album, and, and therefore this, you know, we're, we're not going to be finding too many faults with these tracks. No, we're not. Uh, you're right. But the swan on this song, quite a lot of it, um, and later on, when the song's really building towards the mm. end, there are those bits in the chorus where he actually sings really quite low in his register. And his voice, yeah, very, very his voice sounds really good. And as I said earlier, you sound thick and luscious, and so does the swan. Yeah. No, he goes, as, I think, as low as he can. While still retaining the thick lusciousness of his voice. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean that—that's—that's that's right. At the end, you know, we're not. We're yeah, well, no, we're not jumping ahead. When everything no. comes in, John's hard to the right with with the riff, and the, the drums and the bass and the vocals are all central, filling yeah. out the. You know, they're they're in, they're they're in both they're in filling space. it out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's great work. Um, it's quick. It, it, the whole thing is quick. Like the guitar's quick. We said, but then everyone else jumps on board, and everything is. It just moves along at a rapid rate, of, you know, rapid pace. Well, Flea's bass line is quite propulsive, and this is one of those songs where it's a lot, very easy to pick out. It's, um, yeah, it's boom, 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 yeah. boom, and it just yeah. sticks to that throughout the verses, doesn't it? And it's, it yeah, that's right. Later on, he, he, he just sort of rides the wave of the guitar part by actually doing something that's quite much slower. Yeah, exactly, because you can't have a massive, fast bass line against that riff. No, and you can't in other songs where Flea's playing really quickly. John or the other guitarists will do something yeah, yeah. a lot simpler. Yeah, I think you've got you've got the Swan and John delivering the quickness, with Chad and Flea delivering the you know the opposite, just to give it that balance. The slowness. The slowness. <laughs> okay. The required slowness. Um, chorus one, one of my favourite bits of the song is in that bit of backing vocals in Chorus 1, as it finishes, um, both Swan and um, John both hit that whoa at the end. Yes, yes, that's right. It's so wet, it's so tight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they are tight throughout this album. 
and so, I mean, we'll come to some other songs where where we have some of the best examples of their harmonies and their their work together. But this is a good, you know, this is a good example of of, of how they perform together. They they're so different, and yet they they play off each other so well. Well, that's why it works so well, I think, because yeah, um, John's a much more John's got so much more range than this one. Yeah, and John hasn't got a perfect voice by any means. No, but he's got a lot of variations within his voice. Yeah, and it's so different from um, from Anthony, so that's why it works so well. Yeah, yeah, it does. There, there, there's no doubt that. I mean, you know, we we love John, and we've made that quite clear. But he he really is a key component in so many ways. He certainly not is. Ju- not just his guitar playing. No, he, his his uh, arranging of songs and his singing. His singing is, is, is absolutely vital, not just on the records, but when they perform live. Well, when they perform live, he takes it to new levels. Venice, yeah. I always cite Venice Queen live. He's the there. glue. He is the glue. He, he is the glue. Yes, you're quite right there. Mm. Um, Mellotron, the return of the Mellotron during verse two, it comes in really quite loud. Yeah, it's very prominent. Mm. It, it, almost too prominent, I'd, I'd I would venture to say, mixed slightly too high for my taste. Well, it's almost lead mellotron. It is, because it does drown out the other instruments. The guitar mm. does take a bit of a backseat at that, at that point to the, uh, yeah. the mellotron. But it's a nice sound, though, and it, 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 it is a key component within, within the song. So well, it, it, Yeah, you're right. Not only is the mellotron a key component of the song, but he was also leader of the Decepticons. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I'm very pleased with that. Oh, sorry, that was my knee on the side of the desk. <laughs> if you'd refrained from doing that, yeah. uh, John's backing vocals in the cor- in the second chorus as well. When he holds, he holds certain words as the Swan continues to sing them. Yeah, in in the high falsetto is is just great stuff. Just great stuff. Yeah, it really is. He they the interaction of those two. You know, it is this is this is a great song it's a great listen for anyone who enjoys two singers working together in this way yeah absolutely right going in to the more i see the less i know yeah and on a a gtp john is playing the same the same chord structure as it's i call it the scar tissue chord it's right um if you listen he's he's just playing two notes yeah uh but and, and and working them up and down uh, across the fretboard, it, it's a it's a major departure from the from the, it, what we've heard in the song already. You know, in in the verses. Yes, absolutely. It goes from such a complex piece of guitar playing to a really sparse p- piece of guitar playing. Yeah, but, it's a, but it really does it's work. A, it's a genuine change of pace and a change of you know sort of technical delivery. It, it works, but it, it's you know interesting when you look at it to think. What, you know, why does it work? Because it is, it is a jolt. I watched them doing it. You, you, you're quite right, and you make a good point. And I thought about that while I was re-listening to these songs, and I put a live version on. I put live at Top of the Pops when they played outside old BBC yeah. Television Centre. Yeah. And um, live it works, even though he's going from a very quick, very fast-picked guitar line to a very, very sparse Guitar. It just works. It doesn't lose anything. Nothing drops out, even no. live. When you don't have um, the Megatron, you don't have some of the phasing sounds and the build-ups that you have on the record. It still yeah. sounds fantastic. Yeah, but and that's what I like about the Chili's as well is they can take a song like this, which is you know multi-layered, 
and perform it as a four piece, you know, mm. or uh, strip strip it bare of all the of all those additional instruments, and it still sounds good. Well, John did say one of his disappointments about touring this record, um, yeah, was, was that, that. It just they had to kind of rearrange some of the songs for live performance yeah. because there's so much going on on the um, album tracks. Yeah, well, but but that's always going to happen, isn't it? Unless you unless you carry around an army of additional musicians, which, to be fair, in latter years they have done. Yes, more, yeah. more so more so than they did, you know, in the old days. Moving forward, do you think they're just going to strip it back to to the four of them? Do you think John is going to take that stance? Oh, it'd be interesting to see. It, it really will. Whether they'll convince Josh to come and come back on board as the as the uh, as the extra guitarist so that they can play those songs, <laughs> yeah, so they can play this velvet glove. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be thrilled. We'll get a phone call from John and say, "Look, you know, <laughs> everything that happens, water under the bridge. We we really need to be able to play this velvet glove live." So, <laughs> can you? Great Chili's reference there. Water under the bridge. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you notice on verse three, instead of it just being a single? anthony voice it's doubled or maybe even tripled and it moves right across yeah yeah i did i noticed that earlier when i was listening to it that's i'd never really picked up on that just listen to it through normal speakers but when you got headphones on it really mm. it really thickens him up yeah yeah it does uh, whether they were looking to th- really thicken him up or <laughs> <laughs> i've got to stop describing a voice is thick. everything is thick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but it, yeah. it just fills it out more, doesn't it? It really does work nicely. Yeah, I mean, it does. On a separate point, there is there is a school of thought which says this song is slightly too long. It is too long. Yeah, it's it's let down. Um, yeah, but, but I don't know how you shorten it because okay. it, it keeps building so nicely. Yeah, it, it does. I think I think they could just chop out maybe certain aspects of it but I what those would be <laughs> I'm not entirely sure um, but yeah it, it is good and, and I, I was listening to um, the, the band talk about this song and Chad and John were taking the piss out of Anthony because of like when he does those hey oh yeah oh, they're, the, they're the thick bits I like yeah they were saying like when when they first did that in, in rehearsal you know it was it was humorous because they'd never really heard the swan that is an unusual delivery f- from him it certainly is yeah but and uh, it's, nice. it's nice you know it's good it's it's not my favorite part of this song by any means and in fact if i was going to lose anything it was probably maybe <laughs> this is a, is a candidate for something that could be could be cut out but no no it's, it, a, it's, it's a candidate is it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but again, I wouldn't necessarily just go, yeah, cut it out because it is it's part of the building process and it, it leads to you know the, the ultimate crescendo. So, you well, know. well, the ultimate crescendo that's uh, of this of this song. All right, okay, not yeah. of all songs ever. No, not the ultimate crescendo. The um, the bit I like is on the um, the second time that it goes through. The more I see, the less I know, and Chad's hitting those big. The more mm. I boom. Boom. Yeah, those huge floor toms. Big floor toms. John yeah. brings in that guitar orchestration again, playing single note stuff, and it comes yeah. in on the first floor hit. So it's the more I... And then the... Floor, boom. Yeah. And you get the more that, I that, boom, the yeah, less I... Less I, uh, I what would the one say? The more I boom, the less I room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. that would no, be so, it. So, if he'd wrote that if he wrote that he'd take it to the band and say I'm done for the day lads yeah I've come up with this outstanding rhyme <laughs> I've rhymed boom with room and I'm off yeah. no, we're not we're not mocking him of course no we wouldn't this is, is a this sort of thing which which is almost certain to mean that the band will never appear on this show yeah certainly this one sure but I, I would say in order of people likely to appear on the show for an individual interview yeah. God bless him, the swan is the least likely. But he would have to listen to all of the episodes. And but to be fair... 30 hours you know, of content. Golden yeah, if content. He, if, if, he listened, <laughs> if he listened to all of it, he would, he would appreciate, surely, that we do love him, that we just, you know, we take the piss out of ourselves, we take the piss out of anything. But not John. Well, sometimes, surely. No. I invited John on, he, he still hasn't got back to me. No, he doesn't check his Twitter often. No, but that's why I copied in Chad and Fleet. Yeah, they don't care. No. So I think it's unlikely they'll come on. So we might get... I think if you were ever going to get a guest like the band... Like one of the band. (laughs) Now is the time. That's what I thought. Yeah. Especially Um, with the the 15th anniversary of ACP coming up. I really thought that was a way in. Well, has it come up? Or has it gone? No, I think it was the 15th. Yeah, I think it's gone. Hang on, was it the 15th anniversary on the 15th? Well, I think so. That's coincidental. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's... Um, how much do you like snow? Uh, more or less than, than Darnie. Um, no, we're not saying everything in, in that way anymore. Okay, more or less than Danny. Uh, now, I asked you a question. <laughs> Okay. You've answered the like question. I like it. I do like it a lot. I, but I probably prefer Danny. Okay. I I think it's, it's a close. it's a great song. Danny is a if I had to pick one song to listen to, um it would be Danny, but Snow yeah. is great. But Snow I'm assuming I mean I mean don't answer this question if you feel it might uh, incriminate you. No, I, I will answer it whatever it is. Okay. Would would Snow make it onto your condensed record? Yes, absolutely it would. Okay. And even if I said no, I, I don't think it would incriminate me in any way. <laughs> well, no, but it, it might, you know, give away... If I ask you that at the end of every song... Yeah, well... Then we're, I think, we'll be halfway to knowing what your, what your record looks like. I think certainly four out of these first six will be on my... On, on your my, condensed... On my condensed version. Yes. Yeah. Much, did, oh, I've, I've got a, con, a, a condenser mic. Did you... So have I. Did you just bash the top of your condenser mic? No, I tapped it gently. Mm, sounded like a big bash to me. Oh, it's very sensitive. Okay, shall we move on? Condensing or not? And, of course, Max Feinstein is a fellow condenser. He is. He always oh, loves it. He does love it. And we love him. Oh, we do. <laughs> okay. Max, we're moving into Charlie. We love you. As you say, Sam, Chaz, Chaz, Chaz. Mm. Coming out of Charlie at maximum volume. I'm, I can only presume you're listening to these at maximum volume in your own um, isolation booth. In my own special way. 
that's not an answer to the question. Yeah, quite loud. Okay, fine. Mm. I'm listening to Max. I've got um, my headphone volume turned up to the maximum. Uh, mine is mine is sufficiently loud, shall we say? Okay. Well, we digress. Uh, Charlie, ro- in Rolling Stone in 2006, the Swan Go had on. this to say about Charlie. Yes. He said the third part is a straight love song. My heart, your skin, this love I'm in. Right. And he said it's also about not having to be right all the time. If you want to get along with somebody, let them be right and it'll last longer. You're right, I'm wrong, be free, be long. Yeah, very good. I mean, I guess that's, um, that's true, really. That is the kind of research that um, people tune into this podcast for. It really is. It's the kind of research I turn up for. Yeah, well, I, I, and it, I just went to Wikipedia. Straight in at Wiki. <laughs> um, and there, is a, a, there was a video competition for this song. One, yes, that's one right. by fans, um, for fans to make a video, and it, it shows them as the band as younger boys. Yeah, it's um, obviously you had the the official singles, and then you had Charlie, which was done as as a sort of this this in this new way. Yeah, because they wanted it to be a single, but it wasn't. Yeah. it wasn't to be. Um, no, I, I, I mean I can't imagine why if, if they all, they all wanted it to be a single, why it didn't no, happen. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid when it comes to that kind of thing, it's not the band's decision. It's uh, it's a w, well, WB decision. Don't be afraid. I'm not. You just said you were. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Oh, I am. He is. I am afraid. Hang on. I'm not it's a record. No, I'm not what you're saying is it's an industry decision. Yes, it's, a, it's an industry decision, and the industry doesn't necessarily make the right decisions all the time. This, I would have released this as a single over... Um, Tell Me Baby. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Don't get yeah. me started on Tell Me Baby. I like Desecration Smile, so I wouldn't have dropped that. Oh, it's a great song, but I think this is a better single. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a better single than both of those songs. Now let's talk about this. This let's talk about this fucking song. fantastic song. And I'm sorry, I've just I will now have to link this as explicit. But this song is well, that good. One of my favourites like, to play live. Oh yeah, I mean it's an assault on the senses. Certainly, and it is in so many ways. It's full on. It, it, it's another song where you've got. It, it, it takes a couple of styles of the chilies, and you you Flea's bass playing this song is phenomenal. And there's so, uh, so many different um, styles in it. He, he plays quite a funky bass line during the verses. During yeah. those break bits, it's a very galloping bass line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the end of it, he is in overdrive. Oh, it's great. The ending of this yeah. is just the guitar playing the, the break lead line and yeah. Flea playing that, that bass part. is is great stuff. It, 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 is, it is fantastic. What, um, what, uh, what do you keep doing to make that noise? It's my, unfortunately, it's my chair. Right. Okay, can you um, sit um, stock still? I'll try, but it's you know the emotion of discussing these these songs. It just makes me it makes me move my butt. Oh crumbs! Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bleep I'll bleep that out. Yeah, I'll bleep that out. So you know we you know we don't want to scare off the whoever might be scared by that. <laughs> <laughs> I did just let you let you finish yeah, that off yourself there. Left me to my own devices. <laughs> Um, brilliant it's a great exercise as a guitar player if you want to learn to mute strings to play in the John style where you're strumming yeah. all the strings but only having certain strings ring out mm. um, on that on the 
John's part, the G minor, is is kind of like half a chord. And you're well. I always used to play all the strings, but just mute the the bass three strings out. Yeah. In, in the chorus, it's the same thing. You're just blend broken up chords, and you're muting all the strings because you want to get that jump, kind of scratchy. It's very sparse guitar in the chorus. Yeah. It's got that scratchy kind of sound. Yeah. Um, and that's the only way to achieve it. That is the only way to achieve it. You've got to learn to to um yeah to mute strings that you don't want to ring out, and it's it's difficult. And John is, John's a master. At doing he's it. a master of that particular craft and that particular chessboard yes yeah. <laughs> but i mean let's let's go back to the beginning you know it comes in it starts with bass and guitar yeah but it is yeah that and bum 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 and then uh, the swan makes that <gasps> intro that strange noise yeah uh, this, this is another song where and anthony if you're listening he is great yeah. he is yeah he is it, it, it um, it's a song that by the end of it you almost can't can't quite fathom how you got there. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're saying. That's that's what I said. It's it's kind of too, whereas I moan about songs like Transcending or One Big Mob, where yeah. it is two or three songs in in one song. This yeah. is essentially two songs in one. Yeah, but it works perfectly. Well, like, uh, and I think that's okay if if the journey between part A, part B, and part C, you know, is is smooth. But so in a song like Transcending, you've you know you've just got no transition at all. So no, you're quite right. You're quite right there. Um, this is a song as well. I listen. I noticed listening back to these three songs in order, three songs where Chad does three big snare rolls into key parts of the song. In, yeah. in Danny, you've got a massive just snare roll into the chorus. In Snow, you've got a slower but still very, very prominent snare roll. And on this, into the into the bridge, or, or the yeah, it's difficult to know what to call it, the bridge, and then the outro section, another yeah. another big snare roll. Yeah, I think he was particularly fond of his snare at it's, this time. He'd just been sponsored by a, by Ludwig. a snare Lud- Ludwig. Ludwig, exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing that struck me listening to it there, uh, and they see a song like this, you, you you will find that different things pop out every time you listen to it. But the it's a, an absolutely great example of John's backing vocals against the Swans' delivery when they sing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely but, right. But but you know, and John just takes on that falsetto, and at times he sort of does a medium falsetto, yeah. and then at another section he does like a the the the, the fullest falsetto you could ever wish for. Well, when he does, uh, when I pick up on that smell, John is yeah, that's su- John one. is super high, super high, yeah. And, yeah. But, and on the verse three backing, it, the backing vocals alternate between a, a very high falsetto and then into big harmony. A big super high falsetto in the left ear. Yeah, it's not super high; it's just high. And then the lush harmonies coming across the ears. It, yeah, it's another example of John doing what he is a master at, and that's complementing the swan and making the swan sound better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the 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 work between the two of them in this song is really is a pleasure to listen to. Yes, indeed, indeed. This is a great song. This is a great yeah, song. and the, I mean, leading into the build-up, like John, John, that outro guitar that John does, mm. there's three, there's three versions of it. Like there's two at once, and then the two drop out and leave, just leave the one to finish the song. 
Yes. It's incredible. Well, what works really well, though, on the outro version is he's playing a... He's playing the original line, which is kind of a medium octave up from low E, E, um, or, or I can't remember if it's E, but he's playing a mid-range sound for the main yeah. part of that bridge section. It, yeah. Then it goes a, an octave up or two octaves up, so he's playing it very high yeah. as well at the same time. And yeah. then it goes into kind of a guitar solo section that yeah, comes in when, the solo the, version. when yeah. as, as the swan saying um, intimate signs come into life or whatever that line is. Mm. And the swan tails off and John comes in with some bends and goes into a solo bit. It's, yeah. it's just great stuff. And then you're right, that all drops out and it's just that, that main kind of mid-register guitar again. With, with Flea, but absolutely punishing it on the bass. Yeah, yeah, go, playing that galloping bass line, but then doing loads of complicated fills. Yeah, yeah. Super stuff. Yeah, it, 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 it's, um, I think that's, that's probably one of the best examples of, of a song starting in one place finishing in somewhere completely different but the 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 in between just being so joyous and natural that you don't even you can just it all fits together so well it does and yet it's so there's so many different compartments to it would you almost say that you listen to that song and you don't know how you got from the beginning to the end sections mm-hmm. that's right i thought you would that's what i said <laughs> now that's what i said the other thing I love about this song is there's three or four separate guitar solos. Yeah. I used to love playing this live because it's got those great... That first one, he's just playing... He, he does a, a, G, a GTP, a glissado, up into just a single repeated note loads of times. And it's just Christ. doing, like, um, throwing in a couple of bends, one step or, or, or one point, well, one and a half steps bends. Another GTP, that's play, that's tremolo picking. You're essentially just playing the same note as quickly as you can. That's uh, back-to-back GTPs. That really is. And then the next solo, when he's playing that just really kind of sparse, wah-wah-ly guitar line, if you listen, he's just there's a repeating single note over on the other side. Uh, it's just just great stuff. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's a great song. It's a, would it make your, your album... No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course yeah, it would. Of course it would. <laughs> so, so far, we've discussed three or four. Three, uh, three only so far. Okay, and they're all on. Um, what have we done? Danny, Snow. Yeah, they're, they're definitely all on. Yeah. Next up, we've got Stadium. Mm-hmm. The title track, so to speak. Okay, well, shall we listen to it? Yeah, shall we? If you want, I guess. I guess uh, I'm getting a bit gassy. Okay, well, I'll just say, according to the format, we must. Stadium, Arcadia, a mirror to the moon. Well, I'm forming and I'm warming. State of the art until the clouds come crashing. Stranger things have happened both before and. Coming out of Stadium Arcadium and in a podcast first, I've put my pyjamas on. You have got changed since I last saw you. Indeed. I had to go downstairs to get two more beers. Yes. So I thought I might as well throw on the old PJs. 
Fair play. I went downstairs and got two more beers, but I didn't change into my my, my bed wear. No, well, it is um, 10, it to is 7, 10 to 7 after all. <laughs> it was nearly 7 o'clock on a Saturday. So, <laughs> Indeed. Well, that's lockdown for you. It is. Some people now live exclusively in their pyjamas. They do, yeah. Not me. I've got, you know, I've got jeans on, no T-shirt. Not me. I've got a job that I have to continue to go to. Yes. Now, Indeed. shall we talk about Stadium Arcadium and the song? Yeah, yeah. Have you just listened to it? I have just listened to it, yes. Um, what did you make of it? I, I sat outside in my front garden on a, on a bench with, mm. uh, with uh, an English ambassador. What, just there, no? No, 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 recently. And we listened to these six tunes. Tune Edge. And, well, quite. And this was the first one where we kind of looked at each other at the end and said, uh, you know, the first three are, 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 are great. I'm yeah. not such a big fan of Stadium Arcadia in the song. I think it's got some, some really great qualities. Yes, it has. Completely agree with you. Especially when you listen to it in headphones, I find. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I, I actually really like it. I think it's it's a great, you know, people say to you, Anthony Kiedis can't sing. Play him that, you know, he sings that wonderfully well. He does, and it, but it's another example of, uh, for a lot of this song, John is backing up, and the, the uh, oh, we talk about Charlie, we never mentioned Flea's backing vocals. Oh, yes. So, so yeah. a quick uh, retra- a retrograde step, well done, Flea. Well done, Flea. And I also love the line, get the message on Flea's fist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's always when you discuss things live with with very little planning, there's always going to be things that you you mean to talk about that you don't talk about. Well, quite. Um, I said that twice in in, in a minute. Uh, yes. but, <laughs> but yeah, um, stadium is it's huge, it's a massive another massive John song, and the Swan sounds yeah. super. He like does, yeah. Um, but there's so much great John on this vocally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, again, it's a, a, a heavily layered track, no doubt. It's um, well done, well done. Great, great feeling. <laughs> yeah, on, <laughs> on Skype, I just had him out for beer. Normally, I made, I, made that I, movement I to Sam to get no to problem film. at all speaking. What about the know, golden content? <laughs> now, Chad, great drum sound again on this. Um, it's the classic Smith snare sound. It is extremely tight. It's tight. No, it's tight. Yeah, the, the, this um, this song actually originated on the, on the drums. Did it? Talk me through that. Well, according to myth, the uh, Chad turned up to rehearsal and was playing th- that particular drum part. Yeah, and then John came in and just sort of naturally started to play his guitar part over the top, and that was the birth of this song. Now, you say according to myth. What does that mean? Well, that's according to Chad Smith and John Fashante. Oh, right. Did he say Smith or myth? Smith and myth. <laughs> according to the Smith myth. <laughs> of course. Chad is almost called Chad myth. Chad the Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Chad the Smith myth. No. Yeah. Chad the myth Smith. Yeah. I always have. I, I skip all that and just call him Chad myth. I call him Chad Gaylord the myth Smith. Yeah. Excellent. So that, that, according to two of the band members. One of them being Chad Chad, Smith. Chad Smith. 
and now they're unveiling John Fiante. That's how this song uh, came about. Very nice. Very organic. <laughs> oh, it was organic, all right? Grown with no chemicals. Nothing. Smoke surrounds your perfect face. There's a there's a tapping section, a GTP again. Wow. There's there's it's so heavy. Not only is it tapping section, I believe it to be played with the edge the edge of the plectrum. No really. Yeah. And you can hear that when you tap with your fingers, um you get a much softer impact on the fretboard. Yeah. When you tap with the side of the pick you get more scratchy sound. And Very much so. Combine that with um, the fact that my guitar tabulatory book of Stadium Arcadium says it was tapped with the side of the pick. Ah, that's where you're getting it from. That's where I'm getting that information from. It's all there in writing. Chorus. Ah, Chad. Chad the Miss Smith goes to um, the ride symbol on the chorus. Yes. And it's great. It's very effective. And again here, we've spoken about the snare rolls. There's another big snare roll in this song. Yes, there is. So this, the snare roll was, was the new hand clap. Well, the hand clap is the new snare roll. Yes, the snare roll was the old hand clap. Yeah. This album is dripping in snare rolls. It is. It really is. Now, but I, 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 do, I do strongly feel that, although there's a lot of good, good things instrumentally going on in this song, the vocal layers are worth a mention. Yeah, they're the key part to the song. Uh, yeah. John's overlapping backing on the chorus is... And we did, we did play this in practice, I'm sure, because I remember singing against you the, yeah. the bits where uh, John holds a word and the, and the swan sings that word then continues on, like I'm warming to you, where um, John will hold warming or something like that. Or, oh no, to well, you. The swan will say I'm warming to you and John will hold to you. Mm. Well, I don't know whether that's true or not. I, I strongly suspect that it's not. But let me reiterate. <laughs> John, the swan will sing I'm warming. Oh, no, that's true. I, I don't doubt that. What I doubt <laughs> is that we... <laughs> maybe, maybe we just played it. Like I was playing we, acoustic. We played it acoustically. Right. Yeah, we played it acoustic. Okay. We never played it in the past. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. I've, I've drunk a but lot no. of beer since then. Yeah, exactly. And it made up a, a lot of other stuff as well. Made up some huge fibs. Yeah, yeah. And no, it, it's, it's a change of pace, we'll say that much. Yes, it picks up, the chorus picks up, doesn't it? And the drums get more busy. Mm. The guitar gets more busy because it's, it's just that kind of single picking line. Yeah. And, and a couple of strummed chords during the verses, but then it really does pick up. You're right, the bass picks up. Yeah, there's there, there is actually some some really good drum work from from Smith in this song as well. I, I, again, it, it, this is a band who are taking their songwriting extremely seriously by this point. Ridiculous. Because this it's so heavily layered, and there's so much quality dripping from each layer I that I, I really like it. I really rate this song. This would make not not only because it's the title track, and if you take it off, you have to call the album something else. This I I rate this song highly enough to put it on my condensed album. Is that a fourteen tracker condenser or a sixteen tracker condenser? Well, I think it should be a fourteen tracker. That's okay. my that's my gut. Okay. Six, no, no one writes a single album that's sixteen songs long. Well, what about Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Yeah, apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> How long is that? That might even be but, seventeen. But that, but that is an extremely long album. Yes, but it is possible. It's doable. So um, I, I think you can have up to 16. 
in the con- in the condenser. All right. Well, that's what potatoes did. So we'll stick with potatoes on this. Well, we, can't, we can't say to RHC potatoes, you've got to stick Conden- two, two tunes out. Conde- no, we can't say that. Condense your condenser. Yeah, exactly. We can't ask him to condense his already condensed album. I wouldn't ask him to. No, no I wouldn't expect him to. Not after you came up with that fantastic ranking system. Exactly. Now, Sam, after the solo, the solo after chorus, uh, chorus? Yes, the other thing I like about being on lockdown and it being the weekend, so not being at work, is you can just get gently pissed. Oh, yeah, that's great fun. This is lovely. This is genuinely lovely. Um, We've got some pretty shitty stuff going on in our personal lives at the moment. We have. Which we won't go into, but just sitting talking about the chilies with my brother and Mm, getting drunk is a real release. And it's a great pleasure. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah, we'll and on, on that basis, I yeah. just poured another load of beer down my throat. You certainly did. Now, the solo after chorus one, it's just a single note thing that John does um, over the top of that verse, kind of single picking chords. It sounds to me like he's got a kind of Hammond organ effect on it, a swirling effect on those notes, which really works yeah. well. It's very subtle, mm. but it really works well. Actually, that's one of the, when I think a of Leslie this song, spe- a Leslie speaker. A le- I think he, there's a Leslie speaker involved. Well, whether Leslie is involved or not, when I think of this song, and I don't know, it's always been a subconscious thing. I've always thought windy. Yeah, but there's there's a lot on is this. That, is that Leslie? Well, Leslie creates a, a Leslie speaker or. A, the Leslie effect is where either the head of the, the speaker, the horn of the speaker, is rotating, or there's something in front of it that rotates, which creates a kind of... Now oh, that swirling effect. Yeah, effect. yeah. Exactly, and so, I yeah. think that's what sticks in my mind about this track. And there's also a lot on this album, a lot of phasing, which is yes. which creates this kind of effect. Yeah, there's, there's actually... I'm not sure what song it is. I think it might be She's Only 18, actually. There's some sort of quite strongly phased backing vocals on on that on this on that song this this song that song the next song what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> well we're, we're gonna get to she's only 18 in a minute well as and when we'll talk about those phased backing vocals that song this song the next song is it it's definitely next it's hump the bum next oh is it oh yeah well there you go i yeah. completely forgot about that Talking more about the vocals again, because they are brilliant. Verse two, John does a falsetto against the yes. swan. And then when he says, I'm calling, he goes into his kind of natural voice. And what yes. I love about Frusciante's natural singing voice, I've, yeah. I think I've said this before, it, to me it has kind of a hollow sound. Mm, it's incredible. It's, 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 it is unique, I think. It, well, that by definition. Mm. He, he's the only one of him, so. Yeah, well, his DNA is unique in this world. And what a man. Yeah, but no, I know what you mean. His 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 natural singing voice, uh, um, aka this the, his singing voice, which sounds most like his speaking voice. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, is yeah has that sort of quality to it. Not shrill, but it's got a sort of secondary quality to it. I call it the hollow effect. Yeah, and I call it a secondary quality. Hmm. Not shrill. Not shrill, but secondary. It's got some kind of secondary quality to it. It has, and we'll go into that on... I think we've planned an episode about John's secondary quality voice, haven't we? <laughs> we well, not shrill. No, but actually, we don't need to do it anymore. 
We've done it. Yeah. But yeah, no, his that that quality that comes through, it comes through in other songs like Save the Population. Yes, um, that that's a great example of where that voice comes. Where from. you hear that that where you're saying state of mind. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. People, I love it when he sings like that. People go back and listen to Save the Population and listen to um, the DC Very EP. No, where did we just stick Save the Population on at the end of an episode? B sides yeah. and bits and pieces, maybe. Not sure. But no, it's it's. I love it when he sings like that, and he doesn't sing like that as often as he sings in other ways. No. So it's always a treat when you hear it in its, you know, in its raw quality. Chorus two, in comes some big sounding backing keyboards. Well, that we've said it before, we'll say it again. It, it is a layered album, so to hear that kind of thing is not necessarily a surprise. Now, here, I'm going to pick this one up on this. You're getting a bit gassy over there, aren't you? Okay, God, it's all this. Oh, do a quick yeah, game. Shall we? Shall we? Yeah, I think so. Today's episode sponsored by Brewdog Quenchquake. Uh, it's fast becoming the only beer I drink in lockdown. Will you? I know. How many did you order? I took delivery of four dozen yesterday. Brilliant. How many have you got left? That's great news. Oh, plenty. Plenty. <laughs> we shan't go into the, the figures. No, we, no, we won't. Give right. myself a bad, a bad rep. Yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple left. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Brewdog Quenchquake, fantastic. I mean, I've said it. I've said it before on this podcast. It's a beautiful little sour. Okay. So uh, if you if you if you are struggling to find beer to drink during these difficult times, get straight on the website. Uh, obviously, they provide me mine uh, for 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 a certain cost, and they will do the same for you. Exactly. That's uh, that is trade. Um, that's trade. That's trade. I'm I'm sponsored today by a little known Australian lager. Yes. Forsters. Yes, Forsters. Forsters. Um from Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's very tasty. Well, it, it, it's yeah. a, it's a slut of a lager compared to the old Quenchquake. It well, you know, it's it's readily available. But let me say this. The bridge section of Stadium Arcadium. What a segue. Mm. Um, it breaks. Yeah, this is where you get kind of the phasing sounds and the swirling sounds across the ears. As it, it, the song changes completely, doesn't it? It yeah, goes into yeah. an extended section. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not that much of a fan of the song as a whole, I don't think. This is a bit of a funny change. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that you can point at to with, with this song is that it is it is another long one. Yes, it is. It's too long. It's too. Yeah, long. I think I think it probably is too long. And as much as I like it, I think it's you know probably a bit long. Well, they made a, I, they made a great decision because the last verse is only half a verse. Imagine if they yeah. had done a, a full verse for the last verse. I, I can't. You know, I, I can't even go there. No, I tried earlier and I couldn't either. No, but but the. The the final moments of the song are, are beautiful. Yes, they are. Because you've got the the swan singing his little heart out. Yeah, John joining in with him. It's lovely, isn't yeah. it? And and actually, if you listen to that final few moments of the song, the swan holds that final note right to the very end. I've got written in my notebook: swan holds the last you nicely. He he does. He and really I, does. I, I must admit, I hadn't noticed it until until just that, that the last time I listened to it. It's a great holding of the of the. the it's in it's in com, it's completely juxtaposed against the word now, 
that when he goes when you go into the bridge, which yeah. really is 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 weak, and I'm amazed yeah. they left that taken. Yeah, because yeah. you should be he should be building up into that. He should be going big there to allow the song to change, mm. and it, it, it's very low key that delivery of the word now. This is how mm. this is how we're doing it now. We're analyzing it word by word, word by word. But no, he does. He holds that that, uh, that final yeah. note the beautifully, you. and it and it it that you know it's, it's little details like that which I think elevate this song above a lot of songs on this on the album. Oh God, I'm, put, I'm putting it in. To be, honest, not, to be honest, do you mate. think there's a chance it might make it for you as well? Yes. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, that, that's because I think there is a dearth of quality on this album, in the, se- on in the, the second th- disc. Yeah, the second disc is, is a problem. We shouldn't discuss it too much, though. No, no we, and we won't. We mustn't. So, let's move on from Stadium Arcadian. You're certainly keener on it than I am. but it's Yeah, I, I like it, and... Primarily, the reason I like it is not only because I like the song, but it showcases the two members with whom I have the closest affinity. affinity yeah, the Swan and John. Yeah, yeah, I, agreed. But also, great work from um, Smith, Flea, and, 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 and the Flea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do it then. Let's go on to Hunt the Bump. To bump, hump to bump, Samuel. Hump the bump. Now we should preface this by saying that this is our mother's favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers song. It is, yes. Whether yes. whether that detracts or adds to it depends on your opinion of our mother, I suppose. <laughs> well, I think I think the primary reason, or, or part of the reason, she hasn't been exposed to as many Red Hot Chili Peppers songs as perhaps other people have. No, quite. So it's her favourite song, Red Hot Chili Peppers song that she knows. Yes, and it was her favourite song in 2011, actually. Yeah, yeah. She she doesn't know that many, so... No, no, that's that's very true. But well done, Mum. Yeah, she likes it. Well done for at least having a favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Well, we used to play it, didn't we? And it was... It was a, a physically for me. It was a, a really. It was a tough one. There's a lot. There's a lot going on vocally. It, it was a workout for you. We played it at my wedding. In fact, yeah. When you would and you were clothed at that stage, you had during the day worn a nice shirt with yes. a very smart waistcoat and tie combination. Yes, and a, a lovely jacket. Yeah. Well, yeah. Traditional wedding fair garb uh, for the yeah. performance of we played hump the bump. Well, we played Suck My Kiss, Scar Tissue, and Hump the Bump. Mm. For all three songs, you'd stripped everything off and then re-put on the waistcoat. So you, would, you were just a waistcoated naked man. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And you had your trousers on. Yeah, yeah. Just top top half, just a waistcoat. I thought that was the right thing to do. Well, it felt I like didn't it. tell you I was going to do that, did I? No, you didn't. And it was quite the thing. And it, yeah. it was fun. What I liked about that is it showed off your, your um, 
Anthony style tattoo that you have. Yeah, my Anthony style body. Well, in fact, well, we won't go that far. But no. in fact, you've got two Anthony style tattoos, haven't you? No, I've I'd got say one. Your, I'd say your circle one is reminiscent of a, something that he might have. No, the, the, my circular one is actually um, inspired by one of Smith's tattoos. What, the Myth Smith? Yeah. Which one? Well, he's got a circular tattoo. Okay. Well, it showed off your, your swan tattoo Tattoos. and... Um, and my Myth Smith tattoo. Your Myth Smith tattoo. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, it was great. It was, it was, I watched it last night, as I told you earlier. Yeah. Watched, those, watched that performance, because we are lucky enough that it was videoed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, it took me back to 2011. 2011 that's nine years ago yeah well i've been with um a uk ambassador vanessa for 13 years before we even tied the knot so it's been quite some time it has yeah right i just saw her downstairs i took her a glass of wine in she's been oh, she's having a wine is she yeah well she's been banned from streaming while we're while we're recording oh, so all she's allowed to do is drink wine yes <laughs> well she can <laughs> she can do anything that you could have done 15 years ago yeah. So she's playing... Which, sol- is, which, unfortunately, by today's standards, is nothing. Well, she's playing um, Solitaire on Windows 97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whilst drinking a glass of, of uh, Riesling. Well, yeah, there you go, yeah. No, it's one of those fruity, um, like, Blossom Blossom Falls. Oh, one of those... That's not wine. Yeah, it's one of those lightweight wines. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When you say wine, you use it in the loosest possible sense. It's a it's it's a spritzer, but a, a non fizzy spritzer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now that's enough wine chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hump the bump originally called Ghost Dance Two Thousand. Yes. Because yeah, it that's is right. very reminiscent of, um, of Ghost Dance One Thousand <laughs> of American Ghost Dance from Freaky Style. And yes. I listened, I mean, as we both, I know, have American Ghost Dance on quite hard rotation. But I, but, I, <laughs> but, but I did go back and listen to it just one more time to confirm this. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it is very similar. It's essentially, the intro is very similar. And the, the bass guitar, because Flea's playing double stops, essentially he's playing two notes at the same time. Yeah. Throughout the verses, you know, boom, boom. Bam, bam is what's going yes. on on the bass for a lot of it. Yeah, um, for the verses and and the, the chorus. Um, it depends what you call the chorus. Whereas, where, yeah. yeah, hump the bump. That section he's he's playing a double double stops as well, and that is very like American Ghost Dance, which I knew it would be. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was no surprise to me. No, of course it wasn't, and not at all. Certainly, you wouldn't want to be doing a. Um, a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast without being completely au fait with American Ghost Dance. <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> so that was nice to hear. Um, yeah. what, what's your overall thoughts about um, <laughs> about, American, about about Ghost Dance 2000? Okay. Well, I, I mean, I personally like it. I, I know it's received a little bit of stick on the old uh, socials. It did get a bit of stick on, on the replies. But I, you know, I, I like it, and primarily because it's it, it's a fun track. It's a, something a little bit different. It's it, we talk about layers, and it is a layered song, but the layers are much more simplistic. They're a tambourine, they're a trumpet. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, 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 
the, the, the trumpet's nice. Yeah, I like the trumpet. Um, presumably that's, that's Flea. Yes, yeah, I would have thought so. Or that other geezer who, who they sometimes use. Yeah, trumpet geezer. The trumpet master. Um, but, but it is nice. The, the, the trumpet is doing some lovely stuff in the choruses. On the last chorus, it's, it goes into trumpet harmonies. Mm. Uh, sorry, in the last verses, I think it, it goes into trumpet harmonies. And then I, I love it when it does that sort of double squeeze. Yes. Towards a, the end. That's a TPT, a, a, a trumpet technical point, the old double squeeze. Yeah. Well, that's lovely. And on the last chorus, he's just kind of freestyling. And yeah. Yeah, it's all very yeah. good. Yeah, and I think that's why, why I like this song. It, not only because of its sort of free spirit, but also it's, it, take, it takes me back. It, it, for me, it's just more of a song you might have expected to hear on a, an earlier album. As you say, it was called Ghost Arts 2000. Maybe you'd for, have heard it on Freaky Styley. For a reason, hmm. yeah. It's, it's less... I don't want to say serious. Yeah, I think that's fair. Stadium Arcadian, yeah. for example, is a serious song. There's some quite yeah. serious songs, like Slow Cheetah, I'd say the serious song. Wet yeah. Sounds, a serious song. This is fun. And I'm just, I'm just going to run through the track listing and name all the serious songs. Everyone's having a good time on this, and there's proof of that is you know just some of the noises that get made. The Swan does a few whoops. There's, yeah. there's all kinds of stuff going on. Agreed. I think it's just it, let it hang out, have a great time, in you know, and just enjoy yourself. And that's what I'd like to do sometimes. Yes, and in the spi- not often, no. But in the but spirit sometimes. of that, in the spirit of people enjoying themselves, I've abandoned the idea of going through the track listing and naming all the songs I think are serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the. I realised that was a bad of, move of enjoying yourself. Yes. It has got a breakdown that's very reminiscent of Breaking the Girl, though. It has. Yeah, no, Breaking the Girl came to mind. It's that sort of find something and bash it against the wall type thing. Yeah, I call it urban percussion. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you did. I do now. Yeah, now that I've just called it urban percussion. Yeah. What did you, you call it previously? Find something you can find and bash it against the wall. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I've condensed it down. And see, yeah. now I'm even condensing just sentences. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably wise in these times. Me and Max Feinstein, I bet he condenses sentences down. Well, he condenses condensed sentences. Really? So it would just be urban? Yeah, and then you just have to sort of, well, as long as you're in the know, you know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, we're drifting. We're drifting. I'm sorry, that was my fault. Drifting off. That was entirely your fault. But no, Breaking the Girl was, was something that I thought about during that section. So I'm glad you picked up on it. And well it's, it's another, thank you, it's another really good John Frusciante muting section um, though, the, the, on the chorus. He's just playing two strings, but he's... Yeah. I know that's, that this always sounds good in my head when you mouth play the guitar. It always sounds sounded, terrible later on. sounded wonderful. Okay, well, do you want me to do it again if it was that good? No, no. Okay. No. Um, yeah, Hum the Bump is, is good. Um, Are you gonna? Is it gonna make the condensed? It's gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> things are a bit thin on the ground. Things at the moment we're, we're doing all right, but things will certainly thin out later. It to me as well. Another song that 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 hump the bump reminds me of is um, uh, on Mercury it, from By the Way. It just oh, has okay. that more lightweight, more upbeat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I, I just in amongst all all the serious stuff, I, and I think every album has a place for a song like Hump to Bump. I think that's very much the outlier on um, By the Way is Lemon Trees. Uh, hang on, I've just had an ambassador coming through, and she's saying, "Are we still recording?" My love, would you like to speak louder and be on the podcast? Hi, Chili fans. Hi, Chili fans. Says the UK ambassador, or a UK ambassador. We might have more than one. <laughs> um, what's your question, my dear? How hot are you on the Scoville scale? What? What a question. <laughs> okay, well, we'll answer that. Sam, how hot are you on the Scoville scale? That's yeah, the scale a, of chi- a, that's chili heat scale. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's correct. Um, on a personal level, I'm very low. Well, I'm red hot. Yeah. The Carolina Reaper is the hottest. There you go. Uh, that's a the chili Carolina fan. Reaper. The Carolina Reaper. Vanessa says. Yeah. Next song, she's only eighteen. So let's move on to that. She's only 18. Yes. Now, I happen to know that the rule is half your age plus seven. Is it? What rule is that? The, the, the kind of socially acceptable rule of dating. Oh, half your age plus seven. Okay. So, for example, I, as a 42-year-old, yes. now, and I love my wife. This is all theoretical. Um, of course. I could only date someone... Of the age, half my age is twenty one plus seven, twenty eight. Twenty eight now is my is my is my socially acceptable minimum <laughs> age. I mean, even that is knock, starting to knock on a bit. That's that, yeah, that's considerably younger than you. But yeah, it's half my age plus seven. <laughs> yeah, so for me, it would be eighteen twenty five. Yes, I wouldn't want to date a twenty five year old. Too why why not? It's too young. Why are you married? Oh, yeah. um, I've done the math for the Swan. He was born in 62. Stadium was released in 2006. So the yeah. Swan was approximately 44. The rule for the Swan states 29 at that stage. Mm. I don't, did he date this woman, this 18-year-old? Well, he, he's certainly singing about something along those lines. Mm. When, I was sat, right. when I was sat outside with the house ambassador on the bench um, and the line <laughs> came up, my man, it's time to get your fingers wet. She asked me, is he talking about fingers? Oh, dear. No, well, she had to ask. That's very unsavoury. Well, I said, if you have to ask. Yes, indeed. You'll never know, and just left it at that. Let's not talk about that sort of thing on the podcast. What, fingers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the last time we'll mention it. I'm sorry, Nigel, to, to um, Ambassador Nigel Kelly, if you are listening to it with to this with your son well yeah I mean, presumably well what would you think that line's about then washing his hands yeah washing his fingers <laughs> <laughs> that during this time of COVID-19 he's presumably just sanitising his fingers <laughs> exactly exactly okay that's fair enough yeah so it's a, it's a song about finger hygiene 
in many ways it is. Yeah. What do you think about the song overall, um, minus the finger hygiene aspects of it? Well, I, I think this is the this is the first song that I, I I genuinely think of as being a stadium arcadium era sounding song. Okay. It's it's heavily produced, more 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 produced than than I'd say anything on on um, on by the way. That's very very interesting. Because this is the first song on Stadium Arcadium that I can, apart from Charlie, yeah. where I don't see the production so much. Oh, God, I think it's heavy. I feel it's much more cut back, on, especially on the verses and the guitar solo. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it's, it's, it's so layered and the, the vocals are so, like the backing vocals are affected. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely right. On the backing vocals, there's some fantastic stuff again, and the Swan sounds great again, and he's helped with with, um, yeah. with John. But the, I, I find the the kind of backing track, the core backing track of the bass, the drums, and the wah wah guitar. Yeah, I find to be pretty sparse. Yeah, pretty pretty sparse. Pretty damn. Yeah, sparse. maybe it's just maybe it's just going like going into the chorus. It, it just it certainly gets it, bigger then. Yeah. Yeah. It did, it, Maybe maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, but there's something about it that just seems different and state and, and and of this era more than some of the others. I think this is a certain a lot of stadium does have that feel, and it's things like um, uh, she's only eighteen. Strip my mind. Yeah, maybe warlocks. Maybe other songs yeah but there, yeah. there are a few songs here which i find that certainly stand out stadium tracks which have a certain f- a feel to them yeah yeah i think that's what what i'm alluding to it's just it, it doesn't sound like something that could could have been taken off another album no and no, that, no. and that that and this is the first song that is that, that, that i think that about so yeah it, i like it um, it, it does sound different. It, it, it's got obviously the great solos and great backing vocals, and and everything about it is good. Something about it, the something's got a quality that doesn't strike me and doesn't strike a chord with me in the way that other songs do. But I do, I do like it. I used to love playing this um, live again, doing the backing vocals on the choruses um, where John's just coming in. And covering like half of the lines, yeah, yeah. And on verse two, there's some really great interplay between the Swan and John, where the Swan is, yeah, well, is. John's singing in a falsetto and the Swan's very low. Yes. Um, yeah. Then John moves to his more natural range and the Swan goes to that bit where he goes higher. Yeah. And then the Swan is um, lower. And and it goes very low on the backing vocals. It's it's very clever. Yeah, it is, and it, it is. This is what I like about this album in general is that they were exploring sort of so many different avenues in all departments, but particularly vocally, there's so many different things that they do, even within songs like this one. Yeah. But across the board, they 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 really left no stone unturned when it came to sort of vocal possibilities. Quick quiz question for you. I am sat in front of, for, for ease, because my computer's got no disk drive. Right. I'm, I'm listening to the songs on YouTube. Yes, yes. Uploaded four years ago. 
right. how many views do you think this version, this, this upload of She's Only 18 has had? 24 million. 1.2 million. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, you overrate that particular pudding. I did by approximately, oh, well. 23 not, million. <laughs> not, yeah, well, no, probably 20 million, maybe 18 million, well, 17 million. No, no, no. You said 24 million, didn't you? Yeah. And the answer is 1.2 million. So 1.4, you, you said? Well, no, it's, I've, I've downgraded it now to 1.2. Oh, 1.2, okay. So you over it by 22.8? 20. Yeah, yeah, a, a number. Yeah, a, a certain number of millions. Um, the, the guitars in... There's some guitar overdubs in the left ear on verse 2, little fills. Yeah. Which I actually find to be a bit intrusive because... They stop too quickly. Yeah, they, they do. They, they don't. Yeah. He doesn't like slide off the finishing notes. No, it doesn't sound like it's part of the natural song. No, well, the, the the thing is, I think there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of vocal stuff going on at, at that point, and it does just stop. Uh, it's not a problem for me, but it, it did strike me that that was the case. Yes. Okay. So we agreed on that. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think there is. Uh, once that does stop, there's a there's there's a whole raft of vocals coming in. Yeah, I mean that's that's you're right, and then it goes into another massive chorus. Yeah, so, but it is unusual. It's an unusual thing for John to do, not to, to do a, a slide off or some kind of yeah, you know, little something. Yeah, to really integrate it into the song. Everything else, a lot of yeah. stuff that he does and on this album is really well integrated. If he's doing overdubs. And yeah. I always think when I'm recording, if you're going to overdub something, make it sound like it was played at the same time as the rest of the, of the song. Yeah. And, and yeah. That, this on the verse two, these guitar overdubs don't sound like that at all. However, the well, guitar solo is fantastic. The guitar solo is, is fantastic. Yeah. It's, and there's a nice, there's a nice, again, and just a nice noise sort of going into the solo from, yeah. from, I think this one. Oh yeah. Is it? Ha ha. No, it's woohoo. Oh, yes, woohoo, then ha-ha is later on. Yeah, yeah. Classic one. But that, that is a symbol of how free they were, I think, during this time. They, they, they were just having a good time, and they knew... And it's a celebration as well of, 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 lit, of being able to... Lit, uh, no, the, the ha-ha is a celebration. You know, that, for me, is a noise of a man who is just taken aback by what he's hearing. Hmm. Yeah. And, and he just has to make a noise about it. Just has to do a kind of a laugh noise. Yeah, and I imagine that happened all the time, not, not only during the recording process, but when you're performing live with someone like John who can just blow your mind. Well, you do see it on live performances. The swan will just come out with... With, um, with something, just yeah. as something. Just a noise. Yeah. yeah, because he's just like, wow, this is just amazing. And it's lucky for him that he can do that and it doesn't have to be the lyrics that he has to remember. He can just invent noises. Yeah, and even then he might get it wrong. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I, I actually saw a performance of, um, I think it's in Poland on She's Only Eating, where he says, hoo hoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, the guitar solo to me is, is, and I said about vocally earlier, it sounds thick, but this is a very sludgy guitar solo. If yeah, that, if yeah, that makes sense. When, yeah. It, when it starts, yeah. it sounds like John's wading through mud on his yeah, guitar. Yeah, it does. It's, yeah. It's, I think he's got it that pickup selector right on the neck pickup playing yeah. that wah on on quite a bassy maybe setting on his Marshall mm. but it's very 
it, it's muddy. Like, it sounds like he's you're, he's having to work hard on the guitar to get that yeah, sound to achieve those sounds. Yeah, yeah. and in fact, it, it does. It, it's dead easy what he's doing. Uh, it's it's another one of those guitar solos which sounds really impressive, but is dead easy. Yeah, and I think it's it's quite a. <sighs> It's quite a dirty song, isn't it? You know, the whole yeah, the whole yeah, sort of production yeah. value of it is is like that. I yeah, mean, it's much I, more lo-fi than snow, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So, uh, again, uh, it's just a, a a case in point where everything about the song fits the bill. That particular bill. Yeah, but what they're trying, you know, the sound that they've decided upon for that song. Everything, everything sort of complements that. And here's a lo- another lovely sound, which is very complimentary, is as it goes into the last verse out of the solo, there's kind of a big swirly siren noise in the right mm. ear. It's just a guitar sound, like, but it's great. And it just, mm. it just, it's like on the last verse of um, Back in the USSR by the Beatles. It's just a, like a repeating sound that, that goes on. It really, really builds up the song, even though it's dead simple. And there is a snare. There was a, a snare uh, ro- uh, roll in this song as well, which I picked up on. Right. So you're on snare roll duty. Presumably you're doing that spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, I'm just doing a yes or no. Yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a tick block exercise. Tick block? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've been, um, I've been doing um, quite a lot of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so I call, yeah, them, the, I call them TikTok now. I'm not on TikTok, but I am on TikTok. Yeah, no, I'm not on TikTok, but I am on TikTok. Was I'm not on TikTok, but I am on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it is a TikTok exercise, and I've ticked it up. Great. Okay. Now that we've ticked, <laughs> now that the we've boxes. ticked all those boxes, shall we wrap this up and get to the handles? Yeah, let's do the handles. Okay, because this is. I mean, we've thoroughly enjoyed it. God knows what anybody else is going to make of this nonsense. I know. All right. I I dread to think. See you in a minute. Okay, for all information on this podcast, go to bentanzomusic.net to email in, become an ambassador. We will... We said we we'll send you a badge. We said we wouldn't wouldn't clog up the postal system with tats, but we continue to do so. bentanzomusic at hotmail.com. Um, if you would like to contact my brother Sam on Reddit, use universally RHCP Sam. If you'd like to contact him on Twitter, hit me again, Tone. At Stack Townsend. If you'd like to speak to me on Reddit, it's Unispeak RHCP Podcast. And I am at universally RHCP on Twitter. God, that was good fun. I mean, we had fun. We had fun. That was great. It's, you know. It, it, to be honest, in mate, a world in a world of darkness, that was a little bit of light. Yeah, it's just nice to see your face. Well, you know, thank you. <laughs> pleasure. <Okay. laughs> so, no, it's it's a pleasure to see you as well, of course. Yeah, of course. And um, as we close down this episode, we say once again to everyone who is in lockdown or self isolating. Um, stay strong. Stay safe. Thank you yeah. for listening. Um, we will keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. We will see you at a Red Hot Chili Peppers gig soon. We hope so. I think it's looking more and more likely that it's going to be sometime in late 2021. Yes, <laughs> we'll probably run out of things to talk about in the podcast. But you know, we, we we will walk up to you, and we will for you know five to ten pounds say shake your shake your hand, shake your hand, give you a badge, and say hello and welcome <laughs> to University Speaking. And good, well, 
Yes, we will do that. We we haven't, you know, fully discussed the the pricing structure. No, but presumably we'll just have a table at the gig. Do you think? No, I'd like to mingle in. No, no, I think we for for our own for security purposes. For security, we'll <laughs> have a table at the front of the stage. The <laughs> swan yeah. can dance around us. Well, I think the stage will be behind our table, won't it? No, well, well Chad will be behind us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be on the stage. Yes. Uh, we'll be sort of just behind the swan. Yeah, but in, but front, in front of front Chad. Of Chad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But behind the swan and in front of the myth. Doing a, doing a, <laughs> doing a meet and greet while they play. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Okay, well, thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. <laughs> <laughs>